Welcome to Sky Women. I'm your host, Dr. Carolyn Moyers, a wife, mom, and board-certified OB-GYN. This is a place to educate, empower, and inspire. Join us each week as we share the power of women's stories. Real women, real stories, real inspiration. Put on your stretchy pants. Let's get going. Welcome to another episode of Sky Women. Thank you for joining us today. I am so excited to share with you today our guest, Dr. Yenny Abraham. She is the founder of Triggered PT. This is a one-on-one curated care in women's health physical therapy that includes, but it's not limited to, orthopedic injuries, prenatal and postnatal care, breast cancer recovery, pelvic pain, diastasis recti, SI dysfunction, scar treatment, and urinary incontinence. Welcome, Dr. Abraham. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited about this relationship. So tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. So like you said, I am a pelvic physical therapist. So I have been practicing therapist for almost seven years now and um, knew pretty much early on that I would specialize in have been really passionate about serving women, serving women in their different stages, whether that's, you know, pre-reproductive years to pre-reproductive years and even um, menopausal years as well. So I just find women's health incredibly intriguing. It's a great challenge coming up against a lot of gynecological issues, always keeps me on my toes. I just enjoy this population so much. Awesome. I love it. So what additional training did you do after physical therapy school to specialize in pelvic floor? Sure. So um, when you are done with physical therapy school, residency is actually optional. So a lot of us don't end up having to go the residency route. We do that. We do specialize in different ways. And so typically we have a couple of bodies of education where we can receive our specialty courses through. And I decided to do it through Herman and Wallace. And so they're really great. They're kind of like the OGs, the original continuing education program for physical therapy, for public physical therapists. And so I started early on, because like I said, I kind of already knew from the beginning. I started early on and just took courses up through there and then did take some courses through other programs as well to give myself a more um, holistic um, understanding of the, the female body. I love it. Fantastic. So you reached out to me. You found me via the Instagram. Anything <laughs> <laughs> <Everything> now. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> I know. I mean, what is life without Instagram? So you found me on Instagram and it is a match made in heaven because I was looking for pelvic floor physical therapy. I think it marries so well. And my bigger vision for Sky Women's Health was to have pelvic floor physical therapy under the same roof so that we're offering a complimentary care. And when you reached out, I was like, thank you to the heavens. <laughs> Thanks to the women's health gods for bringing us in our paths. Yes, 100%. So I love your vision and your passion for this work. And you're so stinking cute on Instagram. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to up my game. Uh, There's a little bit of an age gap between us. And I think I'm going to learn a lot from you (laughs) being the younger of the two. (laughs) All right. So tell me, why did you call your business Triggered PT? Yes, I get this question quite a bit. So initially, a lot of people didn't know that I I was a complete pansy in starting my practice, like a complete pansy. I have a family filled with entrepreneurs. My parents are entrepreneurs, my brother, my 
happen. But when it came to me, I just was so scared of going out on my own. And I was just really cozy in my hospital setting work. Not like I loved it, but it was cozy. It was predictable, right? It was convenient. Oh, 100%. I can totally relate to that. Yep. You're playing it safe. You're playing it safe. (laughs) Safe, so. You know, a, a, a girlfriend of mine who's down in the Houston area was a practice owner already. And we had worked together initially when I first got out of school in Houston. And, you know, I saw that she had her practice and I was like, oh, my God, like, are you really doing this? And she was making money and she was happy and she had all this like extra time for her family. And so that autonomy. Got, yes, that autonomy was like so surprising to me because I don't, you know, when you're in healthcare, you just like there's certain things you just give up. You know, you just know that you're not going to have that much free will. But, you know, when I got to talking to her, she told me, oh, well, she specializes in dry needling and that's what her practice primarily focused on. She treated headaches, TMJ issues. I mean, all she did was needle. And so at the time I had been exposed to needling, but hadn't done any, you know, specialty work in it and decided to just start there. So I started there and let's just also put to the side that I was already doing all this pro bono work with women anyway. So I'd go see them in their houses. I'd lug my treatment table in my car. (laughs) And honestly, I wish I had video footage because I had a small sports car. And so I would lug these big old honky in this like tiny truck, you know, yeah. and would go see patients that way and they were getting better and they were pelvic health patients. And so what I would do is I would, you know, I just started, you know, using the needles and finding trigger points and literally for the sake of not being super eloquent and being completely scared to start a practice, I said, Hey, triggered, let's just put it together in that way, you know, and then it just ended up being where women are triggered to show up for themselves. They, they, they realize that when they come into this space, that this is a space that is created for them to literally walk into healing and walk into a season of recovery that a lot of times we don't see in healthcare. I love that story. It is a journey in entrepreneurship, right? First, you have to have the belief and you have to trust and walk with the fear because <laughs> there's no guarantee. But I love that you're showing up and doing what you love. Tell everybody what dry needling is because you have acupuncture and then you have dry needling and you're going to put a needle where for what? (laughs) Exactly. So dry needling is definitely not acupuncture. I give it to my Chinese friends who came up with acupuncture. It's Eastern medicine. Acupuncture, oftentimes those needles sometimes even have medication in them and they're used in respect of the meridian, right? Yeah. But in dry we use a microfilament needle to um, treat musculoskeletal problems. And sometimes there's neuromuscular problems that we can also use. And essentially what we're using in these needles that don't have any medication in them, they're completely bare. And we're going past the barrier of your skin into muscle belly, ligament, tendon, and we're addressing a musculoskeletal or neuromuscular problem. And so that can span from dry needling in the knee to the shoulder to, like I mentioned before, the TMJ to dealing with migraines and headaches chronic back problems, but more specifically, you know, my jam is pelvic floor. And so I don't usually needle on the first visit because I got to build trust with the patient. Sure. But I will, I will say that, especially when we're with someone that struggles with the hypertonic pelvic floor um, and dealing with muscle spasms, they do really well with needling. And yes, we needle the pelvic floor. And I will say that not everyone who dry needles needles the pelvic floor. It is a really specific skill, but one that makes a world of a difference when we apply it. Awesome. And so the idea behind dry needling is what? 
So the idea is to use these microfilament ligaments to essentially dispel any active trigger points. And so there's these lactic acid pockets that get locked in the muscle, the muscle bellies. And essentially this needle communicates on a neural level to dissipate that lactic acid. And so that lactic acid, when you and I feel, it feels like knots, it feels like discomfort, it feels like restrictions. And so we see range of motion changes, we see decreased pain, increased um, decreased sensitization. There's so many great, what we call neural, like autonomic responses to the needles. So a lot of people, you know, I'll start needling them and sometimes they will fall asleep because they feel incredibly relaxed. The parasympathetic system wakes up, right? And it and gets them incredibly relaxed. So there are really, I mean, it's a really unique thing in our toolbox for sure. I think it is. I think it's incredible. Okay. So give us a quick overview of, you know, how many treatments does it typically take when a patient's coming to see you? And I know that that's, that's kind of a Pandora's box, right? Because people may sure. be seeing you for so many different things. So maybe a like, top three diagnoses that patients come to see you for and typically what does that service look like? Absolutely. So I would say more generally when we're talking about our general public floor population, number one diagnosis is vaginismus. And that's basically pain with any form of insertion. It doesn't have to be intercourse. It could be pain with the pelvic exam, the insertion of the speculum, tampons. And typically women discover this pretty early on when they try to get the first pap smear and they can't tolerate it, or they know that I'm just not a tampon user. I've always worn pap. That you just always, you know, they kind of already know. Um, and hopefully if they have a great OBGYN like Dr. Moyers, they're getting, you know, <laughs> they're getting diagnosed early on. Right. So typically with someone with vaginismus, I say that it's a long haul. And most people that have primary vaginismus, with, which is that pain with insertion from the get-go, it can take as as few as six visits to sometimes as much as 12 visits, depending on the severity of the insertional problems, depending if the person has anxiety involved, right? If they've got a phobia involved, if they've got trauma or abuse. And then there's secondary vaginismus, which sometimes is more related to childbirth, right? Um, sometimes pain with intercourse comes, or dyspareunia is what we call it, pain with intercourse specifically comes along once um, someone has had a child or they've had a vaginal delivery or even a cesarean delivery. Let's let's put that out there that right. some postpartum problems are pretty synonymous whether you've had a vaginal or cesarean delivery. These patients can also take about, I would say most of them really sit between the six to nine weeks, one visit per week ratio. And then the third more common is quite often we're starting to see more people who have had bladder incontinence and we don't see a ton of fecal incontinence in our population. I would say we see more bladder incontinence because now there's all this great conversation about, hey, leakage is not normal. So mm-hmm. we're seeing even athletes to, to, to moms and their postpartum journey coming in and saying, please fix this leakage problem. It's embarrassing, right? So yeah. Yes. And, this, and incontinence is quite surprising. It can kind of resolve rather quickly. So I think the, those folks are typically in our office only four to six weeks at most. And of course, you know, sometimes it doesn't come on its own. So it's kind of layered with something else and then retreating and something else in addition to once the incontinence is kind of resolved. Yeah. I mean, it's so true. I gave a patient who came in eight months postpartum. She okay. had significant pelvic pressure and was certain that something was falling out. And so I did, you know, the, the benefit of seeing a gynecologist is that I would did a, a pop cue, a pelvic organ prolapse exam and confirm that there was no evidence of prolapse, but the sensation that she was feeling was real. And I gave her 
exercises to do for her pelvic floor, for her um, core abdominal muscles, and for her thighs. And after doing them consistently for a month, it resolved. So I totally yep. believe it. If if they meet us halfway, if they put in the work, like it truly uh, works. And the bonus was she was like, hey, my incontinence went away too. <laughs> I'm that's the first one people are surprised that goes away the quickest. They think that's gonna be the hardest to get rid of, right? But incontinence can actually be quite managed, especially if there's a laxity issue, if there's a coordination problem, right? And I, I know if I could have snuck in a fourth one, it definitely is uterine prolapse. My goodness, are we prolapsing out here in the mm-hmm. streets? <laughs> I get like really great texts from my midwife friends like um is this a pro-? yes it is have her come to the office it's quite common and you don't have had you know it, it you don't have I, I think a lot of times I had a patient tell us this a couple weeks ago she's like you know I feel like sometimes when we hear public floor we think that it has more to do with you know what what you do after you have a baby and so sometimes we have this whole population of women who are not in their reproductive season who feel left out of the conversation and they're having some of the same problems because maybe they participate in high impact sports, they're CrossFitters, they're lifters, and they're having prolapse problems as well. Right. And so what does a pelvic floor physical therapist do for prolapse? Oh my gosh. Okay. This is really, (laughs) so, so there are several things. The first thing, like you said, is we have the, um, in our scope, we have the ability to grade a prolapse as well to see how far that organ is sent. And by the way, just to put this out there, we're not just seeing uterine prolapse sometimes. We've got bladder prolapse as well as rectal prolapse. So just, we always do try to identify the organ that is prolapsed. So the major thing that I, I kind of always break up my, the way that I treat and sequence into four categories, I always try to categorize people in four ways. I always say, okay, first, is this person in pain? All right, because typically pain is the main reason why people come to the office and that's what they want to be dealt with first, right? Right. All right. Person in, in pain. Number two, is this person inflamed, right? Number three, because sometimes they're inflamed but not in a ton of pain, especially if it's chronic. Number three, is this person have sensitivity problems, right? So are they hypersensitive? Are they numb? Because then I can kind of, I can make sure I understand what neurologically is happening to them. And then number four is my favorite, is this person coordinated? Because so much of what we do to help with prolapse, so much of what we do to help with a hypertonic or a lax pelvic floor is to help to engage your entire trunk to modulate the pressure gradient using diaphragmatic breathing techniques, helping to, to make sure that the tailbone is aligned making sure that the muscles are not in spasm to even create an environment where that organ can come back into place. So a lot of that is establishing a great foundation and a great vessel so that your organs can exist without constantly feeling the pressure to just descend. Fascinating. Fascinating. (laughs) And so have you seen a prolapse correct with the work that you've done? Yeah, absolutely. We actually have. I mean, I think the worst one I'd seen, oh boy, I had seen someone was borderline grade four, grade three. Like, I mean, I practically begged her to go to the urogynecologist because I felt, you know, this person might need a mesh or a surgery, right? But the person was pretty adamant about going a holistic route, didn't want any major interventions and took us several months, but we got there. We Mm -hmm. did get there. Like you said, she was ready to, she didn't just meet me halfway. I think she really met me a hundred percent. So (laughs) that's always nice. 
difficult. So we do see them resolve, um, like I said, really well. And a lot of times people are just you know, more concerned about having intercourse, more concerned about bearing down and have a bowel movement. And we also do place, put you know, some habitual things like using a squatty potty, posture positioning, breathing techniques, sure. avoiding or having a bowel movement to help to protect the prolapse that we fixed. I love it. Okay, ladies. So you don't have to suffer alone. Not only do you have me as an OB-GYN and providing osteopathic adjustments, but now at Sky Women's Health, you have Dr. Yenny Abraham from Triggered PT. <laughs> and tell us, you have a couple of, of uh, physical therapists. So kind of fill us in yeah. there. Yes. So we have, um, we have a therapist as well. She's kind of like, we're, we're basically handling things together. Dr. Duncan, she's amazing. She specializes a lot in our prenatal postpartum. That's her heart. That's her thing. She's an amazing background in her own personal journey, even dealing with pubic symphysis um, and, and problems during her pregnancy. And so we also have some CRN therapists also that kind of support us as needed, but we're just a great team here. And we're just excited to serve alongside Sky Women's for sure. Oh, yes. I'm so excited. I'm your, it's supporting my bigger vision and we can serve women in such a greater capacity together. Women empowering women. That's what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us and please tell everyone where they can find you. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. You can find me pretty much on Instagram is where we're mostly active. <laughs> we've kind of Facebook is still there, but at trigger PT on all just about Facebook, Instagram, and then you can find us on our website, triggeredpt.com. And if you're in the Fort Worth area and you're seeing, um, looking for an OBGYN, make sure you hang out with Dr. Moyers as well. Cause you're going to find us there as well. So, <laughs> but yeah, we're pretty easy to find. And if you do have questions, cause a lot of people do, you know, wonder is this even right for me? We do offer 10 minute free virtual consults as well. Nice. That- always book on your own. Even if in the midnight hour, you just don't know what to do. Just go ahead and give us a buzz and we'd love to support you. Fantastic. That's awesome. Okay. Well, you heard it, everybody go follow Dr. Abraham at triggered PT on Instagram, and you can schedule an appointment online. You can come see them at sky women's health right here in Fort Worth, just in your backyard. Absolutely. (laughs) All right. Thanks. Thank you. All right, Sky community, thank you for listening to another episode. This episode was sponsored by Sky Women's Health. As a reminder, we're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area and we help relieve back pain and pelvic pain in pregnancy and beyond. If you are pregnant and having pain and you feel like you have no reliable way to relieve it, look us up at skywomenshealth.com, request an appointment, and we'll call to get you scheduled. As a board-certified OB-GYN with a Neuromusculoskeletal Medicine Fellowship, I help you realign with hands-on drug-free treatment and relieve pain on the spot without medication. We'll help you maintain these results through your pregnancy and postpartum period. Every pregnant person deserves this, and we are so excited to serve you. You can find us on our website, as mentioned, or on social at Sky Women's Health, or you can call the office at 817-915-9803. That's it for today. Until next week, be well.